Hello, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Back Office Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Merch. And today's topic, we are going to be talking about budgets. How exciting is that? It really is. I love budgets. It's something that a lot of our clients that we work, you know, when they come on board with us, they're not really doing. They're not really thinking about it. They know what a budget is. And if they're doing it, maybe they're doing it on an annual basis, uh, which is really important. We're going to talk about a lot of benefits today to budgeting, whether it's from an annual basis, from putting your company together for the year, or more importantly, especially if you're in the contracting business, doing it on a per job basis or a per class basis, which are some features that are built right in the QuickBooks online that we've really seen help some of our clients and is a great tool that I really feel like everybody should be using. Now, like I said, some people are doing it without even realizing it. They're just not doing it in a formal way. A lot of people think about their business. They think about their jobs. They think about growth areas, problem areas, things along those lines. They're just not formalizing it. Sometimes because they just don't have the time, they think it's difficult, they think it's time consuming, but it's not as difficult as you think, and it's not as time consuming as you think, especially in QuickBooks Online. The tool is built right in there, and for the most part, it's pretty much point and click. It's like almost filling out like an Excel spreadsheet. And especially when you're doing something like an annual budget, you can also already pre-populate data from the previous period into the budget and then just make adjustments where you need to. So it makes the process pretty easy. You can just do percentages and formulas and things like that, carry it out, and it does make a big difference. Now, what's most important when you put this together, it's that you put the plan together, you write it all out, and then it's accurate and realistic. You need to be realistic with your budgets, whether you're talking about an annual budget, quarterly budget, job budget, you need to be realistic because if you overinflate what you're expected in sales, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. You need to be setting yourself up for really realistic growth. Goals are important. Growth is important. And you don't want to make it so easy that, you know, it's simple to attain. And you're not really pushing yourself, but you want to make sure that you keep it realistic so you actually have a chance of achieving it. And then the next step is to make sure that you clearly communicate that to everybody that's involved. Everybody on your team know what the budget is, know what the goals are, know what's expected of them. It really helps drive your success. Now, a couple examples of things that really just great uses of a budget and the effects they could have on your business. So talking about managing your cash flow and your money and making important decisions, budgets all help that. When you have a budget laid out, and especially for a project or a job, you know exactly what you're expected to bring in and exactly what you're expected to pay out and when those expenses should be incurred. So it allows you to manage your cash flow more effectively, make more informed decisions, whether you've gotten prepayments from your clients, but you know bills are coming from your subs, or you got bills from your subs and you're waiting for money to come in from your vendors, uh, from your clients, whatever the case may be, as you work your budget and you plan it all out, it allows you to be more informed as you go forward. Now, also allocating appropriate resources to your job. So things like your labor schedule, your management schedule, your time, your subcontractor schedule, costs, all of those things. When you lay out a budget and you put out, put together the timeframes, it lets you know what's coming down the road. So again, you don't overbook or run yourself too thin from a cash flow perspective. And next thing you know, you're struggling to try to make ends meet or you're struggling to try to satisfy your client's needs. When you put together the budget, it helps you achieve all of those goals. It also, very importantly, allows you to monitor your performance. Now, one of the great tools that they have is a budget versus actuals report. Anybody that's put together a budget has, I would assume, also run one of these reports to compare it. Pretty self-explanatory. You have your budget, you have what actually happened, and then depending on how you customize your report, you see the difference, the percentage difference, 
how much is remaining to be hitting that budget or if you're over budget, there's different customizations you can do. But this is a very, very useful tool. Again, especially when you're running it on a per job basis, which is what I like to do for our, our larger clients that run larger projects. Typically, in my opinion, any project that's over, say, $15,000 or more, depending on how long it's going to take, we like to put together budgets. It's very important to do job costing, which we've done many episodes on at the end of the job and see how you did. But the budgeting, doing it up front, allows you to compare what you thought was going to happen to what actually happened. And as the job's progressing, make changes along the way if you need to. So one of the couple key things that I like to look at when I'm taking a look at a budget versus actual report, some of the percentages. So if I'm looking at a job and this job is supposed to bill out a total of $100,000, we'll just use easy numbers. And so far I've billed out $46,000. That means I've billed out 46% of my budget. Okay, now if I go look at my cost of goods sold, what percentage to my budget am I there? Am I around 46% of what I thought my budget was gonna be for cost of goods sold? Or am I at 70%? of what I thought my cost of goods sold was gonna be. If there's that big of a variance and very, very likely are those numbers gonna to totally match. But if there's a very big variance in those numbers, that's a potential red flag, something that you really wanna look into and find out why. So it could be something along the lines of, are you behind in your billing? Should you be submitting more invoices, more progress invoices, things that help your cash flow, like we've talked about in the past? Or have you made a mistake? Was there something that was not included in your original budget? that should have been, and that's why your cost of goods sold is so high compared to what you've actually received or billed out to your client. So doing this as the job progresses allows you to catch some mistakes, catch some things that are happening, some trends, and adjust as the job is going instead of getting all the way to the end of the project and realizing, oh man, I'm really tight on my cash flow because I wasn't sending out the progress invoicing I should have been sending out. I'm paying my vendors on time, I'm doing my covering my payroll on time, but I'm not getting paid on time because I wasn't on top of my billing. Or I thought I was going to make money on this job and now I've lost money on the job. Now, I don't really have everything all written out in the beginning to figure out why I thought I was going to make money. All I know is I lost money. That's a terrible position to be in. If you make a mistake on a job or something goes wrong on a job, something breaks, prices go up, whatever the case may be, there's funds that you can't cover in your budget. At least at the end of the job, you can look back and find out why. So you can make a more informed decision going forward for the next job that you bid. And that's one of the key things that I really find. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. We all make mistakes. I'm human. But when you can learn from your mistake and not make the same mistake again, that's where success is really going to start to flow through. So that's why I love the budget versus actual report. It is really a very useful tool. You can also start to look at a job and say like, well, I'm not, I'm underperforming in my labor. I'm way above what I thought the budget was going to be, but I'm not using as much subcontrasting costs as I thought I was going to do. Why is that? Well, because we changed the way the project was going to run. How I thought this project was going to run six months ago when I put it together compared to what actually is happening might not be the same thing. So what I like to do, I like to keep my original budget that I put together at the start of a project, how it is. Because at the end of the project, I want to be able to look at it. This is what I thought was going to happen. This is what actually happened. What do I need to do differently next time? Like we just talked about. But throughout the course of the project or throughout the course of the year, if you're running it from an annual basis, you raise prices, you bring on new staff that you weren't expecting to have at the beginning of the year, whatever the case may be, you can make revisions to the budget so that from that point forward, you have a more realistic out uh, picture of what should happen till the end. But you keep that original budget so that you can look back at it at the end of the job or the end of the year, end of the quarter, whatever, and see what you thought 
and make adjustments, but you can always make revisions, have multiple copies of it. Again, in QuickBooks, it's really simple. Copy a budget, edit it, save it, and now you have your copy that you need. All right, so those are big things with the budget versus actuals. And really anytime when it comes to setting goals and meeting objectives, things like that, the more detailed you are, the more you have it written out, the better chance you have of succeeding. Also in the motivation of your staff, when people know what's expected of them, when they know what the definition of success is compared to the definition of failure, you're going to get a more motivated staff. When it's kind of just up in the air, like, hey, we want to make money. That's what we're hoping to do. We're hoping to be a profitable company this year, but there's no defined goals or there's no defined objectives. It's very hard for somebody to stay motivated because they don't know whether they're doing a good job or a bad job, or if this project's going well, if it's on time, if we're making money, or if it's not. So people just kind of end up going through the motions for lack of a better word. Some people have that motivation inside of them more than others. That's great. But the more clearly defined objectives you give, the more clearly defined goals that you present for everybody on your team, the more success you're going to be, uh, you're going to get. I, I guarantee it. I promise you. So those are the big things that come with budgeting. And there's many more. There's a ton of things that go into budgeting, but I don't want to do a hour long podcast and video. So those are the really big things that tie into doing budgeting. I highly recommend if you are not doing it now, start implementing it into your business. If you're in the contracting business and you're running larger projects, like I said, typically anything over $10,000, $15,000, start using it on a per job basis. If you're not in the contracting business or you're in the contracting business and you typically do small type of work, that's fine too. Start using it on an annual basis. Understand, you know, what your company is shooting for, what its objectives are. When you're putting together your budget, like I said, you want to be realistic about it. You want to think about things like your revenue, how much you're going to be bringing in. You want to think about things like your cost of goods sold. How much is it going to cost to actually accomplish doing these projects or running my business? And then what your fixed overhead numbers are, your flexible and variable overhead numbers are, which sometimes we do as a percentage, which we've talked about in the past. All of those things you should be trying to tie into your budget. And again, tools right there in QuickBooks Online to help you. As always, if you have any questions, this is the type of stuff that we truly love doing. It's the type of work that I truly love working on. Please reach out to me. I'm happy to have a conversation with you about it and help get you guys on the right path towards success. That's what I love to do. All right. So those are the things I want to uh, cover today. It's something that we'll cover in the past and I'm sure we'll cover again in the future because it is really important. Anytime that we can start to nail down the parts of our business where we're making money and nail down the parts of our business where we're not making money and then adjust accordingly, man, that's when things can really start to take off. That's when your profit can really start to soar. Anytime you can eliminate headaches that are taking money away from your bottom line and increase the type of work that is increasing your bottom line without increasing overhead, without increasing headaches, without increasing stress in your life, whew, that's a beautiful thing. All right, so as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Facebook, email, phone call, check out the website. It's a great website. Let's go have ourselves a wonderful day. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, go out there and go pay the rent on your success because it's not owned, it's leased. And the rent is due every single day. And always ask that question, how would the person I want to be handle the thing I'm about to do? Keep putting yourself in that forward thinking mindset and keep pulling yourself closer to your goals. Thank you all again. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Bye.